Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. <laughs> and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Agreeable Ask 4480 and says, I have a backup plan. Before my boyfriend started dating me, seriously, he knew this. Now that he's my fiance, he wants me to get rid of it. I'm not doing it and I don't understand why I should. I have always had a backup plan. My backup plan includes a place to live, money for general expenses and a rainy day fund. It's more complicated than that, but that's the gist of it. I like having it and I have explained to previous partners that I have one and I let them decide if they're okay with it. My fiance knew this before he started dating me exclusively. He knew that if we ever got married, I would require a prenuptial agreement and a request that his backup plan stays intact. A couple of days ago, he told me he wasn't okay with this plan any longer. I don't think that's fair. He comes from a wealthy family and the prenuptial agreement protects him and I should have something that protects me. I'm actually finding myself really angry about this because I was an open book about this every step of the way and now I feel like he's changed his mind. He says that having this plan makes it seem like I will leave him while I think it protects me. I'm annoyed because it's not fair to me to change your mind when you knew my expectations from the very beginning. Edit. I put this post up because I was annoyed that he essentially told me this Friday minutes before our meeting with the lawyers. I was and am annoyed but he follows my Reddit account so throw away. I don't tell every person about this plan. Only ones that I've gone serious with which is a grand total of two. The backup plan is complicated but it doesn't screw him over in any way. It protects me and I would be paying for the property and still contributing the same amount that he would be to our household expenses and savings. Now that he knows what the plan entails in depth, he wants to just not sign anything on both sides. This is a bad idea. I would be unprotected, but so would he. And he has way more than I do. He feels like I have one foot out the door. I don't. I love him, but my dad is a divorce lawyer. And from what I've heard and seen, better to protect yourself and not need it than no protection than have to pick up the pieces. Both our parents agree that a prenuptial is needed. I'm not getting rid of this plan. There is not anything that would make me compromise about this. I told him he has a decision to make because I'm not changing my mind. Yes, I told him about this post as more people have seen it. Rather he finds out about it from me than someone else or just being on Reddit. Deadly Sight asks a question on this one and says, am I reading OP's post differently than everyone else? I feel like we need clarity. It sounds like he wants you to stop paying for an apartment that's not being used. That just makes sense. Is he attempting to use or spend your backup plan money? Phrasing on all this is what's confusing. You want an emergency fund that he's not okay with anymore? That seems insane. Is he just expecting you to commit to the relationship and stop paying for a second place to live? That seems completely reasonable. You shouldn't feel trapped by giving away safety nets. Having an emergency fund is important. 
paying for an actual apartment seems shady as fuck and is a giant waste of money. If you ever actually need to leave, that's what the emergency fund is for. Extension debate says tell him it's non-negotiable. He has a backup plan in family wealth. He has no claim or right to your money, your protection. Here she goes says do not give up your backup plan, ever, 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 ever. To which Nefara in a suite says... My now ex and I had split up for 18 months. We got back together. Mum passed away. I inherited her house. He asked if his name would be on the new deed. I told him no mum's instructions. Not long after that, he was found to be cheating. I filed for divorce. As inheritance, I'd put the inherited house in my name. It was not marital property. My lawyer was good and the kids and I live here still. I did receive the marital home in the divorce, fix it up and sold it. Being a landlord across the street from my own home was not working. It was a difficult three years. He was violent, but once the divorce was granted, he moved out of the marital home after the in-ground pool fell in and he had not informed me, hence fixing up. Mum leaving the house to me was the safe property I needed. He was never allowed in. Nope. And I gotta say, for me, you know, I always think that prenuptial agreements are a good idea without going into the ins and outs of this person's relationship, because as like some people says, have we got the full details here? I'm not sure. But just based on prenuptial agreements themselves, for me, I always think it's a good choice. And I think if, you know, a partner came up to me and said, I would like a prenuptial agreement, I wouldn't be offended by it at all. I wouldn't feel insecure about it. I think it's just a smart choice. And I always feel like, you know, I've seen too much shit in life and and all sorts of things get thrown at you. So who knows what happens in your life? And I always think it's good to be know smart about it fair but smart and it sounds like it's fair in this particular scenario you know it's covering both of them he already sounds like he's in a good financial position so it's covering him and it sounds like she's just protecting her safety net at this moment but op gives us their first update and says i'm making an update because i had people keep messaging me asking about it i had to split it into two parts it won't let me post as one when i made the first post i was angry because i felt like i'd been deceived I was honest with my fiance from the start and I felt like he pulled the wool over my eyes. But I understand his perspective now and he understands mine. It never crossed our minds to break up and I think we both needed some time to think. I understand this is Reddit but please don't bash my partner. I understand I was vague but to call him names and try to tear down his character when you don't know him is not okay. I also don't know why I'm clarifying things. It's honestly a little therapeutic. To clarify some things about my backup plan. I called it that because I started it at 25. I've had it for about 10 years now. I'm in my mid-30s. It's an emergency savings account, another savings account, and a property I own. I use my main job to pay for my household expenses with my fiancé and also to fill my main savings. I also have a trust, but also investments as well. But my dad helps me handle those. The emergency savings is only from additional contract jobs I take on in my profession. The other savings account is only money for my rental income, some of which I use to maintain the property and pay my dad back. The property is a multi-family home and I rent out all the units but one. The property was bought by my dad when I was 24 and I've been paying him back the purchase price with no interest for a couple of years now. The property is worth a great amount now but my dad would only accept what he paid for it from me. He took out a loan for me because he wanted me to be set up financially. I'm paying him back even though he already paid the loan off a long time ago. There's no way I'll be able to buy that property now or even five years ago since house prices have skyrocketed where I live and I'm grateful that my dad did that for me. 
I will finally pay off the loan in about eight months and before I get married. It's taken me so long to pay my dad back because he insisted that I prioritize setting myself up financially rather than paying him back. The property is also a 15-minute walk to the nearest hospital and close to the city center, so it's easy to rent out to medical students. I keep one unit open because of events. I make a killing when there are events or when big artists tour. And two examples are the recent Beyonce and Taylor Swift tours where I made a lot on the days they were in my city. If there are no events where I think I can make a good amount, I rent it out to travel nurses in three to four month periods, once or twice a year. But realistically, it could be a couple of weeks or two to three continuous months during the year where it sits empty. Overall though, I make a substantial amount from this property. I can't take credit for this strategy because my dad is the one who helped me set up the apartments and manage it. My partner and I come from vastly different economic backgrounds. His family has generational wealth and he can't remember a time they didn't. I grew up firmly middle class until my parents divorced and then it was a struggle for a while. His home life was relatively stable with a mum and dad. On the other hand, my dad has tried his best, but my birth mum made my childhood tumultuous, both emotionally and mentally. The difference with how we think about money became very noticeable when we were planning our wedding. We had been discussing what type of flowers we would like, and then I started talking about the budget, and I stated that I thought 30 to 40k was good overall to pay for a wedding, and the amount where we could easily afford it. He thought I meant 30 to 40k for flowers, and he and his parents didn't budget the amount and just said okay. I clarified what I meant, I would never ever pay that amount for just flowers. When it comes to the plan, my fiancé knew about it as soon as we were exclusive. I don't agree with people saying that I shouldn't have told him. To protect my assets in a prenuptial agreement, I had to. I also told him because I felt he deserved to know. As we got more serious, especially with marriage, I told him more after talking to my dad and finding out what was okay to say, so that he understood the extent of the plan. The reason I kept saying the backup plan was complicated was due to the prenup my dad came up with. It is very long and protects me very well, and my fiancé was, in his view, not prepared for the extent of it. My dad and I went to this extent due to what he has seen people do in divorces, but also mainly due to his divorce that affected us both. It didn't help that I further joked that my dad tried to cover for any loopholes, including asking his associates to look over the document and revising it if one was found. What I saw as protection, my fiancé saw as me having an out since my dad went to such an extent. The short part of it was that my fiancé was insecure about it. He grew up with a dad as the breadwinner and he was raised with this idea that he should be a provider. My plan rattled him because it showed him that financially I didn't really need him. He told me he didn't realize how much of himself he had tied into this provider role and felt extremely insecure because he didn't know what he now brought to the relationship. When he found out about the sometimes empty unit, he felt more uneasy because he, even though I have and will always have a job, wanted and planned to take care of me. His idea of scrapping both prenups was his way of trying to say that he trusted me and that I should trust him. If he was willing to go without a prenup knowing I could get a substantial amount of his assets, then it would show me that he would never try to hurt me financially or otherwise. I told him I saw it at the time as extremely manipulative due to him doing it before we met with the lawyers and he apologized because he honestly just panicked. OP's second update says, I explained the reasons I wanted a prenup. The first was because I was with him when his brother got a divorce and to put it nicely, the brother's ex-wife financially got eviscerated. I'm not going to talk about the relationship, but financially, she just kept being taken back to court over and over until she said she couldn't afford a lawyer anymore. 
From the way his brother bragged about it, she wasn't left destitute, but paid a significant amount in legal fees and left with a far smaller settlement. His family would have bankrupted her because they had the wealth to wait her out. They could Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. They've gone to court forever, and they had a prenup. His brother's divorce was never on his radar as a reason why I was so persistent about the prenup. Basically, what I said was, there was a disparity in wealth here. And I know he would never do this to me, but I would feel better protected with one. The second reason is that, though my dad is a divorce lawyer and upper middle class now, he went through a pretty bad divorce with my birth mum, and I witnessed it for three years. My dad is first generation, married young and had no prenup. What I saw from 9 to 12 was my birth mum, I no longer consider her a parent, completely tried to annihilate my dad, and she didn't care that her child's well-being was on the line. She didn't care what financial damage she did, even to herself, as long as my dad suffered. I'm talking wiping out savings, taking loans and maxing out credit cards, getting tickets and getting the car towed by parking in an incorrect place and leaving the car to accumulate fees. She called CPS, said my dad was a pedophile and turned on me when I couldn't back up her lies and all of this financially devastated my dad for years during and after the divorce. We were struggling for years and I think people don't realize how quickly you can go from stable, even upper class to nearly homeless or homeless. People don't realize if you've never been in that position before, how an ugly divorce not only devastates people financially, but also socially and professionally. My dad lost clients and lost income and it took many years to rebuild it back. We only survived because my grandmother, dad's side, sold her home. I told my fiance that I basically went from having a parent who showed me love for nine years to a person who hated me and decided to destroy two people, my dad and me, because her marriage ended. There was no way to stop her and a prenup could have stopped a lot of the financial damage. I again told him I knew he wouldn't do this to me, but I needed him to understand where I was coming from. Also, if anyone reading this says I'm damaged from this, it should have been therapy from age nine. I know, but it's hard to pay for therapy when you are poor. It is a last priority over having a roof over your head and food and basic necessities. I did get into therapy when I was 19. My fiance and I talked over several days and anytime he had a question or needed clarification, I answered it. I didn't realize how much seeing the extensive prenup affected him and he didn't realize why I was so insistent on it. Overall, he knows though that I love and trust him, but I have to protect myself and he should too. He knows why I'm insistent on signing a prenup and also knows that I'm choosing to be with him based on who he is as a person and not what he can provide for me. I now understand why he felt insecure and I've tried to alleviate that and I'm constantly reassuring him of the reasons I'm with him. 
I also asked him to come see the property and unit with me. He was really excited about that. I told him that I don't plan on us breaking up ever and I have a plan for leaving the assets to our future children. Finally, I really see how, when it comes to people he loves, he leads with emotion. Well, I'm more logical, so we're both going to try and be more mindful of that as we move forward. We both finally signed the prenups and his only stipulation was to stop calling mine a backup plan and instead call it a, I'm never going to need this plan. We are good and I'm glad this happened because it showed both of us that we need to work on our communication more outside of our counseling. We're going to keep planning our wedding and I'm excited to begin the next part of our lives together. And the comments were a bit mixed on this one. A lot of people talking about OP's wealth and them stating that they were middle class, etc, etc. Other people saying that, you know, communication wins the day. Other people still saying, you know, a prenup is still a good plan and probably OP, you know, calling it a backup plan like the boyfriend said, can you not call it a backup plan? Probably set a sort of negative tone for things anyway. But what do you guys make of this situation? Do you agree with prenups or maybe not? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Roxanne30 who says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my husband I find him disgusting and I want us to sleep in separate beds? My husband, 43 male, and I, 31 female, welcomed our second child four months ago. With having a new baby, I'm extra cautious about germs and cleaning. This got me thinking about my husband's shower routine. We'll take a shower in the morning and go off to work. He's a chemist, so mostly desk job, but sometimes he walks outside from one building to the next. They are less than a block away. We live in humid, hot Florida, so that adds to the equation of some inevitable perspiration. He's also a manager, so he deals with people all day long. I tried to bring up the subject of him taking a quick shower when he gets home from work, or even just before bed. He says that he does not need to take another shower since he's showered in the morning. I try to explain that I don't feel comfortable with him laying in the bed because I lay our baby there sometimes and I feel like the bed sheets are dirty by him laying on them. Same with our comforter. Note, baby sleeps in a bassinet safely next to me, but during the day I will lay him in the bed while I do chores around him, like folding laundry, etc. I realize that everybody has their own routines, but I have washed my hair in the morning, showered and gone through the day. At the end of it, I'm feeling dirty, grimy and in need of a shower before bed. How can he be okay with having gone through the whole day and not feel like he should shower? I finally told him I'm not comfortable with him lying in the bed dirty so he should sleep in the guest room. I have OCPD so it's really hard for me not to have things be the way I feel they should be in my mind. In my mind it's disgusting for him to lay in the bed dirty but what do you guys think? Am I the arsehole? Edit okay. I am in therapy with a licensed psychologist and have regular appointments with my psychiatrist which diagnosed me with OCPD and generalized anxiety so the shoe does fit. I apologize to my husband who was understanding of my anxiety to overprotect our baby. He accepted my apology and he'll be sleeping next to me tonight, only showered this morning. I'll talk to my therapist about this tomorrow at our appointment. So you can kind of get a, a, a picture of how the comments may go on this one. And just for anyone may not know OCPD is obsessive compulsive personality disorder and I picked this story out because it just about a week ago or so on the radio in the UK as I was driving around there was a big discussion about this and people arguing when they actually shower some people showering in the morning some people shower in the evening and some people showering both and there was like 
such an uproar about people doing this. Like one of the complaints about people showering in the morning was that, you know, you go to work, you get sweaty or whatever, then you come home and then you lie in your bed and you're only washing it off in the morning after you basically touched everything and you're going to bed potentially stinking all this kind of stuff. And I'm going to be very interested in the comments on this one. I myself, I usually shower like both morning and evening. And I know, I know some people are going to say about, you know, showering too much, etc, etc. But I got to do me. Greek American Dom says you're the asshole. This is a you problem, not a him problem. In terms of hygiene, if you shower in the morning, all you need to do when you get home and after bathroom use is wash your hands. That's it. In fact, being overprotective of newborns in terms of cleanliness and germs is a big cause of allergies. Our immune system is actually primed by encountering things in our environment. Subtract too many of them and you increase the chances of allergies. Your husband is not disgusting. You are not managing your mental health and you are unfairly taking it out on him. Balder says, not the asshole lol, I'm laughing at all the people in the comments that don't practice basic hygiene. If he only wants to shower once a day, do it at night and wash the entire gross day off of you before getting into bed. That's just so nasty, but also is this something he just started doing or has he always been doing this? Gordo says, taking multiple showers a day is bad for your skin. If the guy is smelly and dirty, that's a different story. As for your baby, they're going to be surrounded by germs every day, all the time. As someone who had a shit immune system when I started kindergarten because I hadn't built up any immunity, mum was a bit too careful exposing me to actual people besides immediate family. I'd recommend relaxing a bit. I was sick pretty much constantly when I was a kid because of this. I have a bunch of kids who actually had friends and exposure to people when they were little, and they have strong immune systems and don't get sick. Germs are not 100% avoidable. Came back to say, if you meant to type OCD, I suffered with it for years. You need to chill and get help if you need it because this isn't healthy for your children. They pick up on your anxiety and develop dysfunctional habits. Arillo says, as a South American, I'm shocked with most of these comments. What do you guys mean you only shower once and it's in the morning? Over here, if you only shower once, you get called stinky. I hope Opie is not the asshole, but I might be biased because of cultural differences. Opie, if your husband insists showering once is enough, maybe suggest he showers at night instead of in the morning as a compromise. Burrito says that this may be unpopular, but you're the asshole. He has a desk job. He isn't digging ditches for a living and you demanding that he either shower for the second time in a day when he doesn't feel like he needs it or sleep in the guest room is unreasonable. If you're uncomfortable laying your baby down on the bed, then first throw a clean blanket down or put the baby in, a in their bassinet. You need to loosen up for everyone's sake. It sounds a bit controlling and over the top. And there was a lot of back and forth, not the asshole. You're the arsehole down in the comments on this one. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. Go easy on each other, guys. <laughs> and just a huge thank you for being here today, getting involved with the stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's absolutely amazing. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and <laughs> much love. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.